Hi there, it's Shelby Alexander, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey Podcast, a place where we explore the spiritual nature of this human experience and how to live happy, free, and thrive together. Hello, everyone. It's Shelby Alexander here, the host of this Spiritual Journey podcast. And I have a very special guest today. I'm so excited to introduce you to Justin Rice. Justin is the founder of Just Integrity, which helps people create the life they truly desire through journaling, supplementation, and meditation. He helps people integrate mind, body, and spirit. And his educational background is pretty amazing as well, as well as his human life background that I can't wait to jump into in the show today. But he's got a realm of experience with the field of exercise, physiology, nutrition, and the subconscious mind. Justin, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for being here. I'm so excited to dive into your story and all of the wealth of experience that you've journeyed so far in this life. But first, before we begin, I'd love for you to just introduce yourself with the kind of human hats, the very normal roles you play in this life so people can get to know you on that level as well. Yes, yes. Uh, So currently I'm the founder of Just Integrity. So I created this company, kind of came through as a vision uh, years back and The vision with Just Integrity is to help people, like you mentioned, integrate mind, body, and spirit so that they're really creating the life that they truly desire from their heart, you know, with first thinking about it, right, with our (laughs) minds, right, actually journaling it, getting clear on exactly what you Mm -hmm. want to create, then embodying it, right, and this is where meditation and the subconscious mind comes in with really believing and truly emotionally embracing the reality that you want to create. And then that also comes with balancing your body out. So I went to school for exercise physiology and nutrition, and that's always been a a big passion of mine is to use certain supplements, certain um, molecules and chemicals to balance out our body and make our body feel better. Um, But I've learned that that's not always it, that uh, the emotional (laughs) component is actually uh, a lot more important to embrace gratitude and all these elevated emotions. Mm. It's much, much more important than uh, judging our food into what is good for us and what is not good for us. So, uh, yes, I'm the founder of Just Integrity, and uh, that's, that's my main focus right now. Amazing. I love it. It's such a holistic approach, which is very refreshing, I have to say. Yes, yes. It's uh, life has just led me on this journey to finally integrate the the mindset and subconscious mind component. I was, you know, studying nutrition, all that. And the body part was there. But then I really my life kind of led me into meditation and the subconscious mind. And that was really that third component that really brought just integrity into this kind of full holistic approach. So it's so beautiful. Life, life does it. Yeah. And I know, can we talk a little bit about that part in your life where you were just focused on the body? I know you have been a model, you've been in acting, you're, you know, lifting and like doing kind of that kind of classic male profile of like very embodied, right? And in a world that's like in the modeling world, which I'm imagining, I had a couple debuts as a model, but I wasn't doing it at the level that you were. <laughs> we're all models, you know? We're all models. Yeah, we are. It's yeah. so funny. 
Um, but in that world, it is really like, you know, it's really the intense, uh, the intensity and the focus on the body is so high. Like, I'd love to know kind of what your experience was of that world and then how you found your way into meditation from that place. Yeah, well, that was something I always kind of had an intuitive understanding of while I was in modeling. I was like, this, you know, this is very superficial and, you know, I'm not really attached to my body, you know, and it was something that I was like, oh, you know, this is not going to be something I want to be doing for very long because I, I'm not into promoting that anymore, mm -hmm. you know, that, that we are our bodies and I think this can really take a toll on a lot of people's mental health promoting mm -hmm. this this image of perfection and this mm -hmm. image of looking a certain way in magazines and I was a part of that and I and I realized that too and I was like I can't I can't do this because it's out of alignment with who my values um, but I really had the intent of I want to get on bigger stages to ultimately touch lives and to impact lives into the spiritual realm mm -hmm. um, but my life led me down into meditation through dark nights of the soul. Um, mm -hmm. I, I mentioned this in the in the form that you had sent out that uh, in 2017, I my mom passed away, mm -hmm. and um, my mom. I was raised by a single mother, and she was she was everything to me um, as far as my heart goes, my love, and pretty much my purpose on why I wanted to create uh, an impact in life and create success and all these material things a lot of it was because I wanted to do it for her and give her the things that uh you know she gave me and when she passed away my junior year of college it really rocked my world because I was going into a tough semester of of science classes I was a pre-med major at the time so I was really focused on going into pre-medicine and becoming a doctor and I was, when my mom passed away that winter, uh, going into the spring semester, I was getting ready to take organic chemistry, mm. um, just some tough, tough classes. And it was, it was tough emotionally to kind of deal with it all, you know, and I had a lot of grieving that I was going through. And luckily, um, one of my, one of my mom's friends, who is also one of my, my good friend's mother, um, she introduced me to a group meditation class in New Jersey. Wow. And I had no, I was aware of meditation from being in the health and wellness industry. I was like, okay, you know, meditation's good for us. <laughs> it's a healthy thing to do. Yeah. You know, it, it reduces stress levels, cortisol ups. Like, okay, this is good for us. And I go into this group meditation. His name is uh, Tanuj, Indian gentleman. And uh, beautiful, beautiful soul. And we go into his uh, basement and the energy there was just phenomenal. And I go into my first meditation and it was kind of like what you guided us through is it was relax your toes, you know, mm -hmm. relax your shins, mm -hmm. relax your, your shoulders, relax your head. Mm -hmm. And then it was silence. It was silence from there. And about an hour had passed and it came out and the first thing I did was I looked at the clock and I was like, wow, where did the time go? Where, where was I? Who, who am I? You know, and I was like, this is, this is the truth here. And because I was in no, you know, this is the, the classic experience in meditation, right? You're in no time, you're in no space, you're no body, 
And I had that realization after that first meditation that, wow, I am actually not this physical body. Mm. I am much, much more than this. And that's what led me into meditation. Long story short. Um, no, I love but, it. I love it. And I want to double click on so many parts of that. It's such a beautiful story. And a theme that often comes up in these episodes is how our pain, how our suffering leads us into realizing gifts, realizing more of our purpose, realizing deeper truths. And I want to go back to that because it was such, I mean, my God, losing anyone, let alone a mom who's your sole provider, your like source of love, single mom at the age of 20 is tragic. And just hearing how you got yourself through that dark night of the soul, especially in a year and a time where so many are awakening and also just enduring hard stuff. I think it's really powerful to hear people who've experienced that pain and somehow made their way across that bridge. Yeah, well, the first thing I would say is to feel, you know, mm -hmm. to really, if I could tell myself, you know, my myself now in this present moment, looking back on my past self, I would say, just keep feeling, man, just, mm -hmm. just, just let it out, you know, and, and that's something that I'm very grateful that in that moment, I intuitively, I guess I just did it, I, I would take moments in between classes to just go to the park and just cry, you know, and just mm -hmm. let it out and just go for a walk and go for a drive. I went for many, many drives on my, on my own and just, mm -hmm. and many people don't know this, but this is something that I, I just did. I would just, you know, in between classes, I would just go on long drives and just cry and just let it out and just weep and just grieve and just think about my mom and just bask in that in that emotional uh, wreck that I was in and go to the park and just let it out. And I, I would encourage those who are listening, you know, if you're experiencing a lot of emotions to really just feel it, just let it out. Just, just cry if you need to cry, you know, and especially for the men too, you know, I, I think there's so many programs for men right now in our subconscious mind to hold it in, to, to be strong, you know, strong men don't cry. And um, I had a lot of that come up too, where I was like, you know, don't cry. And I, because I was living with six other guys at the, at that time in college, yeah. living with six other frat fraternity guys, and they were all in different fraternities and, you know, they're, they're men too, you know, so they were, you know, being strong. And I remember this one moment where we came back after a, a late night and I just couldn't hold it in. I was just in the living room with two of my other uh, other guys that I was living with. And I just started crying in front of them. And I was just, I couldn't hold it in. And uh, luckily enough, they were just open arms and they held me and they were just there for me to, to witness me. And that was a, a, a pivotal moment to just be witnessed in uh, being able to emotionally let myself be free. And for those that are listening, I would just encourage that, you know, mm -hmm. first, if you have emotions come up, just let them come out and be the observer of them. And, uh, and then from there, you know, really embracing uh, who you want to be, you know, after that, after the emotions subside, yeah. you know, how do you want to integrate this into your life? You know, what, what wisdom can you now embrace, integrate into your being and, and then share with other people? I so love that you know, heal.
Yeah, I love that so much. And I love the bit that you shared about just being a male in this life and kind of the conditioning that's around that. I am one of two girls on my father's side out of like almost 20 men, all of whom are coaches, football players, like a lot of sports in my family. And I love the guys. I love the men. And I think that what you're saying is so, so important and needed. And just that like permission slip that you can be a cool guy. You can be, you know, successful and doing all these things and emotional and really giving men that the full breadth of their human experience, full breadth of their humanity, including that aspect is so important for a rich life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You know, we, a lot of men suffer with, with like heart disease, you know, and, and yeah. Um, you know, ailments with, with just emotional blockages, right? And, and this is just, we got to change the, the conversation about these things, right? That mm-hmm. I'm all for, and I, I've been deep diving this past year, more specifically on masculinity, because I've, I've come to awareness, you know, being raised by a single mother that I've had a lot of feminine influences in my life. And I've really mm-hmm. been diving into the masculine side of myself and embracing discipline and embracing, you know, all these masculine traits that, that I'm aware of and integrating them, integrating them more into my life. But a lot of men are on the other side, right? Where they're just over, overpowered with the masculine. And mm-hmm. we see a lot of heart disease and a lot of men not being able to open up their hearts again and be a little yeah. more soft and being able to embrace the emotion sometimes and cry and like Mm. let things out and uh my gosh i think it's an important thing to talk about yeah important conversation i love that yeah it's there's so much more available and so much more that i think honestly we talk a lot about like women's suffering and feminist movements and that sort of thing. And like, that's great. And that has that it's place and that's important. But I also often think about this aspect with men and just how do we complete the fullness, the wholeness for both men and women and the needs are so different, but I love what you're saying. I'm like, come to this retreat with me today. Yeah, we're, we're like, <laughs> you're getting ready to dive into it. Yeah. yeah with the John Wineland retreat. So fun. Yeah. It's, it's important, you know, just yeah. understanding that we have both of those energies, you know, totally feminine energies and just being self-aware of what season of life you're in, you know, do mm-hmm. you need to, to bring out some of that more masculine energy and, or do you need to, you know, be more feminine and, and kind of receive more in your life and, that we have the ability to do both, you know, yeah. we're not, we're, I, I think the, I'm realizing so beautiful there's so <laughs> many programs, you know, so many programs that just because you're a guy, you have to be this way, or just because you have mm-hmm. feminine, um, you know, that you're, you're a woman, you have to be this way. And mm-hmm. all, a lot of it's just these layers that we have to just peel back, you know, peel back the onion and, and realize totally. wow, there's more, there's more. Totally. Okay. So the meditation experience you had that just like blew your mind open was in college. You're 20 years, 20 years old at this point, Yep. grieving your mom. You have a full semester. And at some point I know that you go on this amazing bike ride experience. Mm, yeah. How connect the dots for me here. How did that happen? Yeah. So gosh, there's so many dots, so many, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) lives in between it all. 
Um, how can I connect this? Uh, so yeah, led me into meditation, right? And um, I was blessed to have a, a dear soul brother who's one of my best friends introduced me to the power of now, okay. which is one of those first spiritual texts that kind of yeah. led me into, okay, the present moment is all we really have, you know, okay. And um, then eventually um, after college, um, let's see how I can connect the dots here. Because the, the bike ride happened more recently. The bike oh, ride, it did. Okay. I thought it was in college. Okay. The bike ride happened uh, this past year. It was it was a little over a year ago. Okay. Uh, but let me maybe go into that. I was introduced to Dr. Joe Dispenza's work eventually. Right? Yeah. So I eventually started doing his meditations every morning. Mm-hmm. Started realizing, oh, wow, we really have more powers. Like we can actually begin thinking about things that we want to create and draw them to us with gratitude and like wow everything's a quantum field of energy and started realizing all (laughs) other things that are just like wow this is fucking so cool this is amazing and uh by happenstance i happened to be in uh italy at the time with a a good friend one of my best friends his name's isaac and we were in italy and he's like bro i i came across this guy who biked across america and i'm thinking about doing it <sighs> and I, I want to raise money. He was an army veteran. Uh, he was in the army for six years. Isaac was, and he's like, dude, I'm thinking about raising money for army veterans. And he started making the GoFundMe while we were in uh, a hostel in Italy. We were in uh, the Amalfi coast at the time. And I was like, dude, I'm, I'm down. Let's do it, man. Like I'll raise money for single mothers. I'm absolutely for it. If we're going to yeah. raise money, let's do it. So I immediately said, yes, we got back, uh, I got back to California. He was in Florida at the time and life kind of hit me. I was like all these responsibilities and I was like, I can't do this. And, and I started having all these limiting beliefs too, of like biking across America. Like, you know, how in shape you have to be to do this. Like all these fear things. Programmed. Were you even like a cyclist at that time or at, no? Okay. <laughs> Just setting a, the stage for people. <laughs> didn't have a bike. Didn't. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm, I'm an athlete, but I, I didn't I didn't cycle or anything like that. And yeah. um, he immediately started training for it. So when okay. he got to Florida, he's a military guy. So he's super disciplined. He's a very like material. I'm going to work for it. Grind mm-hmm. masculine kind of guy. So yeah. show he, up every day, put in the time, do the thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So he immediately started hitting the bike. He was doing like 80 miles a day on the bike all oh throughout gosh. Florida. And I was seeing him post on the story on his Instagram story. And I was like, dude, what? man, come on, man. <laughs> and, and he's like, dude, like, come on, you coming or what, man? I pushed it off. I blew it off. I totally didn't, didn't buy a bike or anything, but I kept like having this sensation that I have to do this. Like I knew that I was going to regret it if I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. I had this feeling in, intuitively that I was going to regret it. I bought the bike. I bought, I finally pulled the trigger, bought the bike (laughs) two weeks prior. And the reason why was because Isaac, he texted me. He's like, dude, I booked my flight for May 13th. And my birthday was May, my birthday is May 14th. Wow. And this was just a synchronicity. And I was like, dude, I have to do this because he was going to start riding on May 14th with or without me, with or without me. So I was like, I got to do this. So I booked my flight. I mean, I booked, yeah, I booked my flight, bought my bike two weeks prior. 
And I went for a 25 mile bike ride through California. I went through Del Mar and I was destroyed. My <laughs> legs were destroyed. I went up this, this hill going down into up into Del Mar and I could barely make it 25 miles. That was it. And we were getting ready to bike 4,000 miles across the, across like the 80 country. a day or something, right? Isn't it's it on average 60 a day, but we did, oh my gosh. We did some hundred mile days. Yeah. Long story short, I, we, I booked the flight. We, and we were living off the bike too. We were, we lived off the bike. We like, we, what does that mean for people who are like not cyclists? Yeah. So I, I have the bike in my, in my apartment now, but it <laughs> like you have butt bags that are attached to your bike where you have your clothes, you have your hammock. We lived in a hammock basically all across America. We did some hostels and some hotels and Airbnbs along the way to, to take showers and take a break and all of that. But we had pretty much everything we needed, new tires, like if we caught a flat, everything to repair the bike, we had on our totally bike. self-sufficient. Totally self-sufficient. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then from there, we hit the ground running and um, we started in Oregon, went all the way across to, to Tybee Island, but I was destroyed. Isaac was destroyed, but meditation was that thing that really every morning I would wake up, just tune in. And this is where I started understanding we are healers. Like mm. I started realizing we have capacities to heal ourselves mm. and to heal other people too, because I would meditate in the morning and just meditate upon the gratitude that my body's healed, that I'm going to make it through the day. I'm going to get through this. And that was enough, you know, every day, just getting through it. And we made it, you know, we made it, we raised thousands of dollars for uh, single mothers and for army veterans. And it was a inspirational journey that I'll never forget, never forget how powerful we are because I knew, I knew I was not ready for this, like physically, yeah. Physically, because I'm an athlete. I knew train wise, I was not trained. <laughs> and uh, just with the power, this is where I learned like the power of the mind, the power of the, the soul, the spirit to mm-hmm. believe in a vision, believe in the vision of, okay, what it, the reason why I didn't give up is because we had people that were watching us. And we, I knew that I was not, I couldn't give up on this because we were raising money for people and that this was bigger than me, that this was something that was bigger than my ego, my, myself, Justin, mm-hmm. identity, this is something bigger. And I had to keep embodying that vision. And this is something that Dr. Joe Dispenza has really taught me. And that I'm now teaching now is it the power of the vision, you know, every single day waking up, what's your future vision mm-hmm. and being grateful for it. Like it already happened. Like it's mm-hmm. already here. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what kind of kind of dove me into that deep uh, understanding of that. Oh, it's so beautiful. And it's such a great story. And thank you for sharing it. And I, it feels like you had a true felt experience of Joe Dispenza's teachings while living out that journey. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you, do you it, remember? Go ahead. Yeah, I, I would say it was just a small, a small taste of it. Because I didn't really know how deep it could go okay. uh, with, with Joe's work, uh, Dr. Joe's work, because I eventually attended one of his week-long retreats. And my gosh, when you begin witnessing um, people healing, like, mm-hmm. gosh, I encourage people to look on Dr. Joe's uh, YouTube page and just watch the testimonials. 
there are people who have healed from stage four cancer. People who have healed, healed from blindness. These are like biblical things mm -hmm. in the Bible. He is mm -hmm. creating them now. And you learn how to heal other people too, you know, mm -hmm. in meditation, just opening up your heart, getting coherent, mm -hmm. getting into the quantum field of reality and just understanding that there is no separation. There's mm -hmm. no separation in the quantum field. You, there's no separation between my thought of healing somebody and healing them because there's no separation within that field of energy. Mm -hmm. and there's the rabbit hole gets big, you know, it just gets big, uh, going into his retreats. And, um, yes, the, the bike ride was definitely one of those introductions, but yeah. my gosh, there's more to experience. I love it. I love it. What are some of the most profound felt experiences you've had with your own mind body connection? Oh gosh, there, there's one moment that I will never forget at the Cancun retreat um, with Dr. Joe, Dr. Joe Dispenza. It was mm -hmm. a advanced week-long retreat and you do healers walking meditations. So gosh, it, it almost brings tears to my eyes just thinking about it. But you can imagine this, there's thou a thousand plus people in Cancun, beautiful, beautiful beach, um, and, and we're all closing our eyes, getting ready to walk as if you are a healer. And you're walking around this corridor um, embodying. And, and let me tell you, the music that you're listening to in these guided meditations, they're primal. They're like drums mm. and they're beats. Mm. They're just like, oh, like you just <laughs> I love it. feel it primally. Yeah. And you, you close your eyes and you eventually open up and you're walking as a healer. And... I had this moment where my hands were lit up, like they were, my nervous system was lit up with energy and my hands were, were clenched. Like I couldn't open them up because mm -hmm. the, the energy, I don't know if you've had this in like a Kundalini experience where yeah. you're, your energy is just so bothered. electrified. Yeah. It's electrified. And Dr. Joe in the meditation, he's saying, walk, walk as the healer. And I'm, I look at my hands and my hands are like this. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, this is not how the healer walks. <laughs> so, so, so eventually, you know, I open up my hands and my hands, I feel this ball wow. energy. And I, uh, gosh, there's so much more that I could talk about with, with this, but eventually you, you stop again, where you stop and you get back into the present moment. And I felt, I lied to you not, I felt my mom's presence in front of me. Mm. I like, I literally felt her essence and her energy right in front of me. And when you open up your heart, right, your heart will begin speaking to you. You'll, you'll know it too. You'll know that it's not your mind thinking it, that it's actually your heart telling you. And my heart was telling me, it was, it was like, my mom was speaking to me. She was like, I'm always here. Mm. I'm always here you just have to open up your heart and feel the love within you because that's where I am. I am in love. I am already love. I am here with you. So after we, then, then from there, you open up again and you walk as a healer and then you walk into the room, back into the room and you have a photo of someone who's not in the room that you're getting ready to heal. Wow. Somebody who has, you know, an ailment, they don't tell you who, what they're, what they have or what condition mm -hmm. they have, 
but you have a photo of somebody smiling and I'll never forget this guy's face that we were getting ready to heal. But there's about eight of us at a table and we're all working with the same person's energy. Mm-hmm. And my gosh, I get chills just thinking about it. But I was, I came into that with the energy of what kind of fucking energy am I going to bring into this? If this was my mom, if mm. this was my mom, and I told everybody this too, because it, it was something that was so inspiring to me is that what kind of energy would I bring to this person? If, I, if it were my mom, if I was, if, cause I remember the moment where my mom was on her deathbed, I went, I witnessed my mom transition. Mm-hmm. I was, I was in the ICU room with family, with friends for, for over a week. Um, watching my mom battle and battle. And then eventually I held her hand and watched her transition. I literally watched her leave, you know, and I brought that level of energy to this. And my gosh, Shelby, my body was shaking and convulsing. Like, like it was like this, like, uh, you know, the spirit moving through me and it was just an unforgettable experience. Um, And just unforgettable energy what did that feeling feel like oh gosh it was just it's it's indescribable it's like it's it's electric it's electric your nervous system is lit up like you like joe says this in a lot of the podcasts like it's like you you're plugged in literally to a uh an electrical volt like an energy source yeah an energy source and your body is like convulsing with energy and uh my gosh that's that's what it feels like oh it's gorgeous right now yeah totally and do you know what happened to that individual whom you are you were all healing and sending your love to um i i don't know exactly but they they do say um like joe will get up on the stage and he'll say like that the people have they feel it and and i i'm with with healing circles now and we have people that will like tune in on on the zoom calls and they'll say like directly after the call i felt it like i felt the energy and they'll say like you know i i I feel like i'm a new person Mm. and it's something that we all know how to do intuitively we just have to learn how to harness that energy and and take control of it you know It's amazing because I feel like what you're talking about is what a lot of people think of as magic, as something that's this fantasy world because it's the unseen and we're so used to taste and touch and and being able to be in the physical world and we trust our eyes so much. And yet for anyone who's ever had a felt experience of something even remotely close to what you're talking about, you know, in your heart, it's real, you know. Yeah. you know, it doesn't matter if you've seen it or, or not. And it's so cool because it, that's so fun. Like we humans, we get to do that. Like how yeah. rad is that? And how much potential is possible in the world mm-hmm. with everyone walking around with the healer mindset? It's so beautiful. So beautiful. Yes. It's, it's a future that we're, we're stepping into. Absolutely. Yeah. Just witnessing Um, and being a part of Dr. Joe's community and seeing the movement, seeing the movement happen, seeing the people awakening to their powers Mm -hmm. that we've all been programmed to believe that we don't have. 
This has been a deep, deep conditioning. There's a reason why Mm -hmm. schooling is the way it is, why we've been programmed into this monotonous, uh, you know, scheduling and nine to five and go to the next class. And gosh, we've been programmed to think we're limited. And mm-hmm. my gosh, so many people are waking up now. Like so many people are yeah. waking up to a, a higher level of consciousness, realizing, sheesh, we got powers. Yeah. We are powerful. Totally. Our egos, you know, it's just a spiritual. It's just a fact. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's just a fact. fact. It's just what it is. It's just yeah. what it is. Yes. Totally. Oh, I love that. And I love your passion behind it. And you are certainly a wayfinder, a shower, a helper in terms of getting people across that bridge. And I, for one, am very glad you're in the world at this time. It's been absolutely beautiful to listen to your journey and all the things that have like really led you to where you are now. And I'd love to hear you talk about where you are now, because I think oftentimes people, myself included, make up that the guides in the world, the teachers just have it all figured out and there's nothing that they're learning. There's nothing they're practicing. There's nothing, you know, and you and I both know that this is not true (laughs) for as long as we're here having a human experience, there's something coming up on the menu of us. So what's on your menu? Yeah. What's on my menu? Uh, My menu right now is, is creation is creation. Mm -hmm. I I've learned in my life that I am the happiest and and the most um, in tune with myself when I'm creating, mm-hmm. when I'm making things for the world, um, trying to to help people, being being the change and um, crafting things that are that are on my mind. And right now, one of the things that I'm creating is a book. I saw on your story today that you're working on a book as well. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people right now are like being called to write and to totally create and. Um, to put out their, put out what's within them. And that's what I'm working on create that I'm creating right now is a book. Um, it's called, I'm, I'm still figuring out whether or not I could use this title because I saw some other people with it, but it's called create the life you desire. Mm. And it's really about creating yourself, understanding that if you want the life that you desire, that's within your heart, that you know, you have the capacity to create, you have to change. You Mm -hmm. have to change. You have to change who Mm -hmm. you are. And that starts with the internal work, you know, with looking at the beliefs, looking at the programs, looking at the limiting emotions, feeling them, and then embracing who you want to become, marrying every single day that vision of what you want to create with the feeling of it already being here as a possible reality. And that's what this, that's what I'm creating right now is, is the new book, um, Just Integrity. I just created a new product um, with that. It's called I Am Electric. I'm actually getting the sample in hopefully um, in the next couple uh, up and coming days. It's an electrolyte formula with uh, sodium, potassium, magnesium. Uh, I actually created this myself, uh, CoQ10. Uh, what else is in there? Uh, amino acids as well. So yes. The, the creation with I am electric is to, to hopefully help people realize that they are electric, uh, that they are an electric being. And, uh, you know, we need electrolytes to kind of <laughs> make that uh, electricity. Make it all work. Exactly. <laughs> so so I, I just created that new product for Just Integrity that I'm super excited to try it out and get the flavor down. So 
That's awesome. I love that. And I know you have a couple more things that you're also working out that I want to hear about in a second, but I just have to, I want to acknowledge you and ask you a question about this. You're, I find that a lot of people sometimes who go really deep in the spiritual world sometimes leave their body. That's like a thing. Like we leave it and we don't really care about the body as much. And it's just like now it's the mind and the ether and all of that. And I think that that's kind of like a living stereotype for our time. And I see you as someone and Joe, so it's not a surprise, you know, you're working a lot with him that you are, you see the body's value just as much as you, you see the mind's value and the, the potential that we have to visualize our new reality and to not just be stuck in this physical reality. Um, tell me about how, tell me about the mind body connection for you and how you've learned to value the body as much as the mind. Mm, Great question. Great question. Well, I, I not everybody's working on like meditation programs and creating electrolytes, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, well, you know, they're, they're connected. They're, they're, it's there. There's no separation. There's no separation between the mind and the body. Right. So if our body is not feeling well, if it's not healthy, right, that is actually going to create thoughts, mm-hmm. right? That there, there's a, there's a direct relationship between that, right? So if our, if our body's out of health, it's actually going to send certain thoughts of I'm not healthy. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not uh, energized. I don't have enough, you know, whatever, you know, yeah. just limiting thoughts, but when we begin taking care of our body and understanding that it's a, a vessel for our spirit to reside in and that you kind of need it, mm-hmm. um, this three-dimensional reality, and we, we elevate it, you know, we treat it as that, as a, as a temple, right? That the body is our temple and, and say, I love you, body. I love you enough to give you the right foods, the right nutrients that you need then your thoughts are going to be pretty empowering. Your thoughts are going to be elevated to, to love, to gratitude and, and to elevated thoughts. And that, that connection, there is no separation between it. And I actually, just for the, for the listeners this past year, I actually kind of went down that path a little bit of not taking care of my body. I was like, all right, you know, because I was always kind of very like connected to working out and, and eating very like, materially eating very like being very restrictive mm-hmm. and I think this could be a rabbit hole too for people that go mm-hmm. too much on the body end and I notice this of, of being too restrictive of saying oh I can't eat that because I understand from reading my nutrition textbooks and reading the research that oh grains are not good for us oh that mm-hmm. uh, um what else um dairy gluten oil sugar canola oil oil. all these things that they're bad and we begin creating beliefs around them yeah i started realizing that i was like holy crap and that the judgment the judgment of the food is just as toxic Mm -hmm. just as toxic Mm -hmm. because your cells your cells are going to restrict and they're going to say holy crap that food i i know it i know internally that this food is not good for me and now you're creating beliefs around that and you're actually creating stress in your body before you even consume the food. So I actually went down that path of totally being free with what I eat, ice cream, go out, go out and enjoy it. And what I do is I'm just grateful for it. 
just yeah. be grateful for the food you're getting ready to sit down and eat. And my gosh, your 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 body will it will be fine with it. It will mm-hmm. be okay with it. So you know, it depends on where people are at or on their journey. You know, yeah. if they're just getting involved with their body and taking care of it, yes, pay attention to what you're eating. Mm-hmm. You know, pay attention to you know whether the, there's their dairy and all that. Pay attention to how it makes you feel. Absolutely. But for those who are maybe more on the advanced spiritual end of things and are connected to that a lot more, you know, that uh, it's okay maybe to just be a little bit more flexible. I love that. I love that share. And it's such a, food is such a hot topic, man. It's so important. It's so important. And this concept, at least in my own life curriculum, I, I share with you where I started out one way and it looked restrictive and I needed that to like get my get some discipline, learn some lessons that were like helpful. And then we outgrow it and we swing the pendulum all the way to the other end of the spectrum. And it's like, now I'm free. And cause that was holding me back and somehow find middle. And it's funny how I don't eat a lot of dairy because I just don't eat a lot of dairy, but on occasion I will have ice cream. And if I'm like amped and in the right mindset about it, I don't have any bloating. I don't have any of the issues. I don't have any of it. And then on another day, if I'm like, Ooh, ice cream is bad for me today. It's like, yeah, well, it's going to probably be bad for me today. And here yeah, comes yeah. the bloating, you know, <laughs> like exactly, exactly. it's so real. It's like what, you know, just enjoy it. You know, I yeah. look back at myself. I'm like, gosh, so many times, like when I was in that really restrictive kind of mindset, when I was first learning about nutrition, it's like, God, I look back at myself, just enjoy the food, man. Just yeah. enjoy the food. I be love that. That quote, we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time comes to yeah. mind for this topic, at least. <laughs> exactly. Gosh, we, we created all these amazing things, all these amazing foods. It's like, let's enjoy it. Let's totally. Enjoy it. Justin, such a deep pleasure sharing this time with you. I'm so grateful you joined us. And before we officially close, will you share a little bit more about your newest creations, the journals? Yes, yes, course yeah so um i created two journals um you could find them on our just integrity website it's just justintegrity.com and i created two journals one is called the morning manifestation journal and that is really to uh there's, there's a couple prompts in there it's a guided journal process that i created so first thing you do is you kind of wake up and journal your dreams so you write out okay what were my dreams because our dreams are they reveal a lot of unconscious mm-hmm. things that are going on. So I um, created that as a journal prompt where you just write out your dreams, become aware of them. And you set intentions for your meditation. Okay, I'm getting ready to go into my meditation. What are my intentions? What do I want to create today? You know, is it a new relationship? Is it more peace? Is it more abundance? Whatever it is, you write that out. And then after your meditation, you have a place to write your meditation realizations, right? And then after that, you have a place to create your day, to craft out who do I want to be, what I want to have, and what I want to do. So be, do, have, right? Mm. Becoming it, doing it, and then having it. And then the second journal is rest, reflect, recover. That is a nighttime journal so that you could actually reflect, who was I? Did I actually create the life that I wanted? Did I actually create my intentions that I set throughout the day? And um, that is the rest, reflect, recover journal and all that stuff you can find on Just Integrity. So 
I love it. I love it. So holistic. Once again, we've got morning and night, like you're giving people the full package with everything that you do. And for the person that is wondering, like, am I a good, like, am I the type of profile that Justin works with? Who do you typically find that you are calling in? Yeah, well, I I realize I think um, a lot of my creations have kind of come from the masculine. So I do Mm -hmm. think um, a lot more men maybe are going to be drawn to the, um, I guess the the branding of what just integrity is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, it's all it's all love, you know. It's for everybody. Yeah, you know, it's totally. Really, I I don't want to. I want this to be for everybody. Um, so for the, anybody who feels called to uh for, to our uh, message and empowering you, we're here for it. You know, we're here for it. We're here to help you create your life. That's that's it. So, so beautiful. Thank you again for being here. It was an absolute pleasure. And we will be posting all of the information that you talked about of your offerings in the show notes below. So listeners, you can find that there. And Justin, I hope you have a wonderful day and I look forward to us connecting again soon. Yes. Thank you, Shelby. I'm on such a high. I'm on such <laughs> a high. Oh thank you, Shelby. You too as well. Yeah. All right. <laughs> thank you. Big love always everyone. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Justin and he is such a big heart out here in the world doing awesome stuff in the show notes. You can find all of his details and I will see you next week. Big love.